underground for our thursday episode i'm joined once again by the shadow himself joseph nations hello (laughs) (laughs) creeping really awkwardly yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah right i'm merging into the shadow over here yes for those of you my face is pale enough to stand out yeah it's it's bright enough just off like one side of your face that i can make (laughs) you out uh, for those of you that don't know, Joseph moved, and so his setup still isn't uh, up to up snuff. To speed, if yeah. you will. Yeah, those are the same thing, basically. Uh, yeah. So he's he was getting darker and darker as we've been recording. <laughs> hey, hey, your teeth, teeth are pretty white. Wider. Yeah, the camera really <laughs> makes them pop too. I was gonna get my teeth whitened, but I decided to get a tan instead. There's yeah. a Mitch Hedberg joke for you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh man, Joseph. At, per usual, until we finally get your pre-recorded stuff done, please oh, yeah. tell our wonderful listeners or video watchers how they can help support this show. First off, we truly want to say thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, and if you do like our podcast, which we're assuming that you do, we utilize a value-for-value value model system here, which means that you can donate to us in the form of your time, talent, and treasure. Basically... Whatever value you're getting from us, you can then donate and give back in return to us. So we get value from you due to us giving you value and vice versa. So anyway, with your treasure, that's obviously monetary or crypto donations, which you can check our show notes for our PayPal link. And then your time and your talent would be audio editing, video editing, or some of the things that we could utilize and that we need. Uh, if you want to send us cool articles or videos, if you want to do some artwork for us or whatever your talent happens to be, feel free to donate it. We would greatly like it. But the best two things you can do is to share our podcast on social, on social media, on the Facebooks, on the tweeters on the Instagrammers, uh, everywhere and anywhere. That's a social media site. I don't even care if it's MySpace. Do it there if it's still active and going. Uh, And then the next best thing you can do is you can download our episodes that help us to gauge how many people are listening. And you can find our, oh man, our YouTube page, our channel, I should say, and our Odyssey channel in our show notes. And if you specifically use the link in our show notes for odyssey it will give us eight credits to use to help kind of boost the show on odyssey but then also if you go to our instagram pages uh, or our twitter pages you will find a direct link to everything that we just said as well so interact with us subscribe like comment share and we would greatly appreciate it hey good job hey man (laughs) I've been doing this for so long, I'm basically professional now. (laughs) 
All right, so we, oh man, we have quite a few different topics that we need to cover. Um, and the first one is a bit of a, a sore subject, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah, that's that's not a bad way of, uh, a bad introduction into to some of this. So, um, Okay, I like I'm so disconnected from Game of Thrones at this point that I I had I just had to check to make sure that I knew what the title of the show was. <laughs> so, uh, You're HBO, still calling it Game of Thrones? Uh, yeah, I mean it's basically what it is. There, I, from what I've heard, because I haven't read this. This is like based off of some sort of history that George R. R. Martin wrote, uh, in between not writing the original series, um, <laughs> and. From what I've heard, it's essentially just going to be the same thing again. Like, there's nothing that really separates this from the original show because it's still going to be about the throne and about people wanting the throne and the main theme being throne bad. Uh, Like, greed or lust for or envy for the throne bad. Mm. Um, So this is uh, this is House of House of the Dragon, uh, the new HBO show. Uh, that'll be coming out, I think, next year. I think that's when the first season's set to set to drop um, on HBO Max, and I guess if anyone still has regular HBO on that as well. Uh, but the the reason I wanted to bring this up, and uh, I feel like you can kind of fill some of this into, even though you weren't quite as into it as I think a lot of other people were. Um, the last season of the show was terrible. Absolutely I mean, terrible. Absolutely terrible. And I, I, the more I've thought about it, and I've heard some some arguments from different people about. W- like more of the show besides the last season just being terrible. Um, this show has no, uh, like weight with the community. I, I community as in like people who were fans of the show, especially after season eight. I don't think anyone cares. No. Nope. Right. Like it's really funny too. Cause if you sit and you watch the, um, or you go through like the, uh, the comments for this people are like and, and this is what I always find really interesting and we'll actually get into this with uh, another one of the things we're talking about today um, people are like they're excited to see things right like visually see certain things come to life that they liked when they read the source material okay? rather than it being a good story exactly uh, and like, that's as long as I can ooh and ah and see uh, Lord of the Rings elf and a dwarf and an orc, I'll be happy, which I will. I guess next week we'll be able to have the Lord of the Ring update oh, on the show. Oh, man, yeah. It's actually good stuff. Oh, okay, uh, well, that's good, because I've, I've heard a couple things that might not be so good. Oh, um, uh, <laughs> maybe I didn't see it yet. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, but, yeah, this is so – it's what I'm saying uh, about this is, like, it's going to be, oh, cool, the blonde people that rode dragons, right? Again, and and this is the thing is, and and I, I'm I'm noticing this uh, with a with another two sci-fi ish type movies that are coming out uh, soon. Mm-hmm. So you have uh, Dune, mm-hmm. which comes out October twenty second, mm-hmm. and then you have uh, the Eternals coming out oh, November fifth. Yeah. Right? These are two what I would call. Uh, somewhat similar pro like uh, <clears throat> I guess what I'm trying to it, it kind of from from like the normal person going to see these movies right mm-hmm. they're both kind of in the same vein 
Right. Right. They're they're kind of these fantastical things that seem to be uh at like epics, right? Or they are. I mean, Dune definitely is. Um, and Eternals kind of has that vibe. Like they're trying to make these big, epic adventures with, um, you know, intricate characters and and all this. There's all this stuff going on, right? And everyone is like, "Oh my god, I can't wait for Eternals!" And I'm like, "Well, what about Dune?" And they're like, "What?" And Dune clearly, from what I've been hearing about both of these films, seems to be the better movie, right? Yeah, that's um, what I've been hearing too. And and here, and that's a lot Which, of this. That's not a high bar considering it's Disney. Yeah, and I and I I kind of think that uh, House of Dragon or House of the is it House of the Dragon, House of the Dragon oh, is going to be somewhat similar to Eternals. It's it's going to be a lot of people who just kind of like stand for this stuff right like they they no matter how bad it is or what is shown to them on screen they're just gonna like it they're not gonna be paying attention um to anything that's going on with a story or anything that kind of makes sense for what's going on Mm. and with you know game of thrones with house of the dragon basically just being game of thrones again Mm -hmm. you know but they're all gonna be like oh well it was really awesome when that guy got burned by that dragon or when this Targaryen tamed this dragon or when this person died because of a betrayal thing, right? It's all become so surface level, right? I mean, we, we talk about this all the time with the way stuff's written nowadays where it's, it's all just, yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, (laughs) it's just yawn. Yeah. It's it's just like, uh, I don't have any interest. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not um, even give the first episode a try. However, real fast. Yeah. What are the two bad things you heard about Lord of the Rings? I don't know. Um, Sauron's probably going to be gay. Really? Yeah. And, oh, Black Hobbits. <laughs> Which... <laughs> yeah, and, so the and... Black Hobbits... I haven't heard the Sauron thing, but the Black Hobbits is because the earlier Hobbits Tolkien described with bronze skin. Okay. That's a stretch. Yeah. Um, I agree... But I'm not so much bronze. Of a, bronze. It, it's sounds... not. It's not gonna. It doesn't. It doesn't. Also, this me this is something that like nerd rod. Gay is, Sauron. Why does why I why would gay people want Sauron? Dude, they want they to want be gay. Uh, dude, okay, so <laughs> I guess well we're done with House of Dragon. So I I, I don't yeah. know if anyone's actually interested in this show still. Like, let us know because I I I'd be curious as to why. Um, because I've run into, uh, like, out of nowhere, I've run into, like, at least two people that are actually excited for Eternals. <laughs> and my response, I, I always feel really bad because I go, well, mm-hmm. why? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> and it's it's really funny uh, because what it, a lot of the time it comes down to with people is that they're just not really paying attention to the stories. It, it's very much like there are, are things that are distracting them from somehow how bad this stuff is. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. So, okay, so what were we? What were we saying? Um, oh, Nerdrotic. Well, Nerdrotic is saying that what they're doing with the the Silmarillion or whatever, like the stuff that they're talking about, the Hobbits are barely even in it. So, it, what he's saying yeah. is, is, it sounds like they're just bringing the Hobbits in because people know Hobbits, right? They have to. It's like they have a checkbox of all the things that they have to bring into Lord of the Rings. And so yeah. just like a lot of the properties, instead of trying to stay true to what it is, 
they're just like we have to put these in here so people go ooh I know that I visually understand uh, that rather than looking to have like a really good story because people just don't they don't care about good stories anymore I'm like yeah. conv- I'm convinced and and it's making me think that people just never were that, that things um just feed me yeah it's it's okay let like consume next product like i'm excited for next marvel movie well why because it's next marvel movie Hmm. and because i get to see this like it's 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 like oh i can't wait to see this and it has nothing to do with the way the plot works out or all the weird like i uh one of one of our friends um i i told him i was talking to him about like all the uh the moral ambiguity if if you will in all these superhero films like wonder woman sort of raping a guy uh not sort of i mean like if you want to like interpret it correctly that's exactly what it was um black widow talking about how she wants to have her like ledger cleaned and then Mm -hmm. in the middle of the movie she murders an entire prison um what was the other one there there's one oh the whole thing with um the morality in uh wandavision where wanda thinks she's the good guy and the whole show is trying to convince you that she's the good guy but if you're watching it you go well no she's she's kidnapped yeah she's kidnapped all these people and they're they're saying i would literally rather die than continue to be tortured by you Right. And then there's another scene that got brought up to me recently. I'd forgotten about where she like comes out to talk to like the alphabet agency or whatever that Mm -hmm. whichever one it was. And uh, he's like, hey, you need to let all these people go. And then she makes some offhanded comment about I'm not the one with the guns officer. And you're like, what? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, like the superhero. He's really scared about that. But uh yeah, I wonder if. So, are you alluding that neurotic or whoever was saying that they're just bringing in the hobbits to be black to kind of meet a you know that criteria? Yeah. Oh, it's okay. So yeah, uh, it's, like, it's two. You know, check it's, black it's, people and then check hobbits. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Because that's that's what a lot and okay. <sighs> it happens in movies. It's and, yeah. And it's TV one of those shows, things in that, Hollywood, I should say. Uh, yeah. To some degree, I I don't like. I, I don't think I would be harping on it as much as I am if it wasn't what they're doing with everything. Yeah. It's like when uh when about like Sauron being gay. It's like, "Well, why are they making him gay?" It's like, "Well, because they're making everything gay." Everything yeah. like there's a different it's like the whole thing that's going on right now. I haven't Superman. heard that. Who'd you hear that from? From Nerdrotic. Really? Yeah. He said that? Yeah. I don't remember him saying that. Yeah, he was on his live stream today. Oh, was on not, his live not, stream today? Yeah, he's not confirming it, but he's saying like this is, this is a distinct possibility that it's the direction that they're going in. <laughs> Um, I will laugh. It would probably be when he was Anatar disguised himself, or probably when he was in human form and did that. Here's the thing. If they wanted to be like, there's like Tolkien has so many great stories, even within the second age of like, it was literally a woman Luthien who defeated Sauron mm-hmm. in a battle. Well, I'm anyway, sure, I'm ahead. sure they'll do that and make her, uh, completely unrelatable in the process. Yep. Um, but okay so yeah the, that that whole the okay so like this like sexuality like it's this weird movement within um 
entertainment is probably the best way to put it because it, we, you and I were talking about it earlier to, cause today they came out and said that Superman's son is bisexual mm-hmm. and it's just like, uh, okay, why? Right. And, and that's a question you ask and it's like, well, because, and what it really comes down to is that that's, they don't, all these writers, all these people who are putting this stuff together, they cannot put stories together that are, you could say like proper representation for the people that they're allegedly trying to lift up. Right. But then we're going to talk about a story in a minute about, uh, Letitia Wright where she's black. She is a woman of color, right? Their words, right? Because I've talked about in the past how I feel about the term people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're dragging her because of her opinion. Right. So on one hand, you have this thing where essentially what they're doing, and I truly believe that it's just checkboxes, right? I think you and I could, could have pointed out plenty plenty of times where unless you are keeping up with... Okay, so you could look at it like this, right? You have the message checkbox, which is we have to promote um, the LGBT, all, all that stuff. You, it's like we have to promote women and we have to promote um, any, any basically anyone who isn't white. Right. That's one one grouping, right? And then, um, shoot, I lost my train of thought. But then you have this the second box that we're talking about, where everything has to be absolutely accessible to everyone out, uh, everyone else. Which is why you have to put whether hobbits should be there or not. They have to be there, right? Even mm-hmm. if it was like, even if like the elves didn't exist in the story they were telling, they would shoehorn them in there, right? Look at look at what they did with uh, the the Hobbit trilogy, right? They shoehorned in a bunch of stuff into that movie that never appeared in the book, and they did it so that people could go, "Oh, I know that thing," because they don't trust their audiences. They don't trust that yep. people are willing to accept the thing that they're putting before them, so they have to essentially give them junk food to do that. But that is all in uh, service to the first checkbox, which is the message, which is getting all of these things across. Unless the person who is in that role has a different opinion than the standard opinion from Hollywood or just entertainment as a whole at this point, like like mainstream entertainment. Because if you fall out of that, like t- actually two of the stories that we're going to be talking about, uh, they'll they'll absolutely drag you, and it doesn't matter what color your skin is or where you fall on the the sexuality spectrum. Yeah, no, it doesn't. They don't care about any of that as long as you agree to their agenda. They don't care what orientation, ethnicity, gender, religion whatever you are as long as you're agreeing with them they'll use you for whatever they can absolutely so um on that same line we need to talk about Chappelle because he's back in the news um have you watched the special his new one I have not watched it yet okay Uh, I'm sure you've been you've seen a lot of the uh the the stuff so do you do you want to run it down a little bit and then I'll fill in the, the the blanks so yeah, I know that he gets he was criticized because in his stand up, you know, obviously in a, a joking manner, um, agree with J.K. Rowling saying that essentially there's only two genders, women and men, um, <laughs> and he was criticized for that. Sure, it's really just in a simplistic way say it. So yeah, there's there's actually quite a bit that he kind of went after. He went after the redacted very yep. like early on and then he went it's only going to get worse from here <laughs> by the redacted you mean the um yes 
the LGBTQ? No. <laughs> the redacted are the people that basically run Hollywood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That redacted. That okay. redacted, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, that, you know, you can't say almost anywhere you can you'll get in a lot of trouble for. And like I said, I'm trying to put this stuff on YouTube. So yep. um, definitely went after them. Uh, obviously not all of them. I mean, he's, he, that's the thing about Chappelle is that he's just pointing. He, a lot of what he does is just points. To, I mean, that's what comedians do, right? They point mm-hmm. out things and they do it in a way where they're trying to be funny. Right. And they yep. push, they push boundaries. It's a lot of what they do. Um, by the way, if you haven't seen the, uh, the, tra- like the trailer, which I'm playing for the, the video part of this, um, you need to watch it because it's hysterical. <laughs> it feels like a small, like a small uh, Chappelle uh, show skit uh, that they use to promote his his last special. So, oh, nice. Um, this is Chappelle's last special with Netflix. Um, he does very much go hard on um, LGBT, uh, yep. especially the T portion of that, and. Uh, the thing that's interesting about it is that the way that he sets it up is to show how because so what he, one of the things that he mentions is that a lot of the complaints that he would get or the criticism that he would get um, from that community mm-hmm. was that he was punching down on them right so a lot of the time with the with minority groups right. Uh, especially when they're they're trying to play like what I what I would take as not always but especially in the case when it comes to a comedian mm-hmm. as a victim like a victim mentality because uh, I think those communities actually do have a lot of different issues right, um, right. It, it's something that you have to kind of like listen to what they're saying and then kind of figure out when someone actually is telling you the truth or mm-hmm. when they're when it's kind of like a victim blaming thing so in Chappelle's case. They're getting mad at a comedian for essentially saying that they're wrong about him punching down. And what's really happening is that they're punching down on him. Yeah. Because in his view, and this was the point that he was trying to get across. There were two things that he that he said towards the end of his special. Um, And he actually brought up that line. You remember the one that I was telling you about taking away a man's um, livelihood is akin to killing him? Yes. Uh, He brought it up again, which I was like, oh, man, it hit, hit me in the feels a little bit. But he um. He basically what he was saying was that the that that community sees themselves as more important and uh, essentially more important than him and comedians. Right. Because they're always going after them. They're essentially like they see themselves as a protected class yeah. and so protected that you can't even make fun of them, that you can't even criticize them for anything that they're doing. Right. And so what he and he was like you don't listen he's like you're not listening and he he said that on purpose because he knew that a lot of the stuff that he was saying and a lot of the criticisms he was throwing their way and he kind of in in a in a uh subtle way blamed that community for the death of his trans friend um who he's brought Mm -hmm. up in past um uh past specials yeah because the important thing is that that community does not actually represent uh trans people in a funny way Right. say that right so there or it, i would even say uh a lesbian gay and bi yeah as well it's a weird thing that they've so it's it's weird for the way that everyone is now this like monolith right so like if you're mm-hmm. white you're in a white monolith if you're black you're in the black monolith if you if you're a white christian 
you're in the white evangelical monolith right which they yeah that all kind of like it's like we're these blocks right instead of like you and i are always trying to talk about the the, these nuanced things that we can discuss and we can we can argue and disagree with on certain things and what they're doing is saying like no 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 because you and joseph are the both uh white you think the same you believe the same things you have the same privilege um you have the same advantages and uh you know and blah you know so on and so forth like we we go on forever right which isn't true it's like we both have different backgrounds we don't uh agree on everything we excuse me we both have different interests um and that's not the uh but they they don't believe that right like the the you could almost call it the mainstream narrative is that like essentially blacks all think and act the same whites are uh, all act and think the same and and it's the same for these like groups of sexually oriented people right mm-hmm. and i i can't remember I, i'm getting a few things kind of confused in my head but i actually think if i remember correctly he also mentioned in a special that uh that uh the 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 t's right and again, I'm mm-hmm. trying to keep this within that realm, and I know you know what I'm saying. The T's see themselves as a victimized minority um, until they're not, right? And he he says like they'll play that white card uh, when when it's necessary. Meaning like, you know, they'll be like, oh, we're abused and um, mistreated by police and all these things, right? Until they need them. And so he he does a really good job of just breaking a lot of this stuff down and showing the hypocrisy that comes from these different groups. And again, being very funny in the process while he's doing it. Um, and But again, his end result is I'm not punching down on you. You're punching down on me and my comedian friends because we're mm-hmm. not allowed to make fun of you. Yep. You are are essentially this protected class that it that everyone th- uh, that you believe is better than everyone else and deserves to be treated essentially as uh better than everyone else right so he's can- probably the biggest he no he is the biggest comedian and he had the biggest oh, comedian is. standing up right now yeah the um, best and the biggest yeah and you know i i think that uh it's really funny because the someone was posting it's kind of been a weird thing to see but it's like you have I, it's why I don't really understand like conservatives all that much It's because they're and I think that it's kind of a uh, I would I, I know this word doesn't really mean what it used to and it only took mm-hmm. like six months but it feels a little bit like a grift on the part of conservatives because like they're all talking about this now and I think their only reason they're talking about it is because it kind of fits within their confirmation bias Yep. so because he's, yeah because he said something and because it goes against the mainstream they're like all on board when in reality like I could see him coming out with another special in like a couple of years if he doesn't end up getting like shipped off after this or like, like I, I can't, I think it was a hotep Jesus. It was like, man, they're going to ship. He's going to run back to Africa after this. Cause <laughs> all these people are going to be coming after him. Yeah, um, I hope not. Yeah. But you could see him like doing a special in two years where he's like, Hey, remember how like Ben Shapiro was like praising the special. He's like, well, this one's for you, Ben. <laughs> I mean, maybe not. He's not going to be yeah. that like, well, he's usually a little more subtle. Like he doesn't necessarily yeah. go after like specific people, but it would be alluding to a lot of that stuff. Um, so yeah, uh, I highly recommend it. I, I I think it's great. I think that I plan know, on listening to it. Yeah, like I I understand. Like 
it's tough with uh, some of the circles that you and I like travel in because comedy can be vulgar, and mm-hmm. it's kind of it's that way on purpose. And everyone's uh, who's that? I forgot that name. Chris, uh, who was that one like Christian comedian that everyone was like obsessed with for a while? Oh, what's you know who name? I'm talking about? Chris something or oh man, I can't remember the guy's name. Oh, didn't he have long hair? No, 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 no. This was like re like he pretty recent like he's like oh yeah Chris uh, John Christie John John Chris is that John right Chris yeah is that that's right it. okay so it's it's always kind of that thing where Christians are kind of trying to make their own culture because they're like oh no like bad words or whatever without listening to some of these guys and what they're really saying about life and the way the world works and. It's always kind of like rubbed me a little bit wrong. It has. I understand yeah. it. I definitely think, you know, we're called to be counterculture, be in the world, you know, be in the world, but don't be of the world. I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with having comedy that is set apart from the world. I don't think it's, I personally don't think it's necessary to be vulgar. In my opinion, I think that it is easier to be vulgar and funny than it is to be cleaner than funny. Now, being clean, how are you defining that? How are you defining vulgar? Right. What do you say? You know what I mean? And and uh, it's it's there's I, nuance there. I, I think that uh, in the words of Joe Biden, there are definitely like cultural differences in certain things, and yeah. there are certain things that um, I think Christians have kind of like latched onto uh, as not being okay when in reality it's more of a cultural thing and more of like a personal choice um now i'm not saying you need to be either like like cursing at people or whatever mm-hmm. but there's there's sort of this like like uh like it, it's taken a little like too seriously right and yeah, I get what you're saying. I does think that make sense? I, I'm not yeah. I'm not wording it as well as I think I could be. No, yeah, let me word. I think a good way to to view it is what stirs your affections for Christ. Right. And it's not a where you get legalistic is what happened with the you know moral majority in the 80s and the and the 90s and all that, which was um, you know do this, don't do that. Right. That's where mm-hmm. you get into legalism. But it's like what stirs your affection for Christ. It really is comes back to garbage in, garbage out, truth in, truth out. Yeah. Well, and and I think that's the thing is like sometimes people tell the truth and there is a mm-hmm. a, a harsher way that they're doing it, which is something I think yeah. a lot of comedians do. And I and and the reason that I I'm I'm, cr- I'm kind of criticizing the whole like Christian comedian thing is that it's mm-hmm. not it it's not based on a like a, a hey, like I can do this thing too and do it in a and, and I don't know John John Chris and that this might be what he really believes but I think a lot of people are just like I just want I want all to be able to uh consume a ton of entertainment but I just want it to be way more whole like just wholesome right and they're not they're not appreciating things for like the stories that come out of it because like think about it man like you read certain sections of the Bible it's not exactly wholesome right, right. there's a lot of murder there's a lot right. of like bad things that happen to people. And like sometimes it's horrific, right? Because sure there's. To... Go ahead. Sorry. No, no. What were you gonna say? No, no, no. You go ahead. Finish your thought. Oh, oh I, it was pretty much it. It's it's there's all of that kind of stuff that's there, right? And so mm-hmm. people will go, well, if we make like live action versions of that stuff, it's totally fine, right? 
But if we are in any way accepting of other stories that are s- similarly themed, then then no, it's no, it's David, absolutely unacceptable. I just had an epiphany. Okay. First off, I got to tell you, Christian comedian, my favorite one is Michael Jr., by far and away, the best Christian comedian. <laughs> Secondly, well, he's just a really good cr- comedian who is a Christian. Um, he is sure. hilarious. Secondly, the epiphany I just had is when you and I talk about in show in Hollywood, when they just gender swap, race swap, orientation swap, and we're talking about, you know, they're not creating good stories. Let's use Christianity as an example. Okay. Christian music. When they take something like, uh, I don't know if you ever heard uh, (laughs) in the end by Lincoln Park, right? Uh But instead of it being in the end and those lyrics, they use everything else, but the, the, you know, the, they use the musical part, right? The melody and everything. And then, but they change it to make it more God glorifying. So they take a secular song and use it to, and they will change the lyrics yeah. to make it more God glorifying. And you're like, what are you doing? I would say that's Just the exact same thing. Your own thing. Yeah. It's, it, I would say that that, and then like, you know how they go, um, like there, there was this like whole movement for a while where like everyone was making like picture, like painting pictures of Jesus, and he was like white, like just straight up Caucasian with blonde hair. Yeah, and it's like no, I mean, he definitely wasn't that. Um, yeah. I, I, you have to be careful with that stuff. I feel like a lot of people are just doing it now because, like, the whole race baiting thing is just the easy thing to do. Yeah. So you're like, hey, white people, like Jesus wasn't even, it wasn't in the Bible, and it's like, well, thank, thank God that he, you know, that Jesus did exist so that we could all, uh you know live under his grace right and mm-hmm. people kind of forget that to like own to like own the blank right whether that's like mm-hmm. own, owning white people and and you see this a lot with those like articles that are coming out from christians now where everything seems to be like race centered or like skin I, I would almost just say skin colored centered where it's like yeah. like white baptist or white protestants or blah, blah and you're just like why do you have to constantly use that adjective right like yeah. why are we still it's doing division. this it's race baiting divide and conquer man yeah it's divide abso- and conquer yeah it's absolutely it's They're- always the breaking oh, people down in the groups and the groups mm-hmm. and the groups and the groups and the groups and the groups to get what eventually what you want well, yeah. first off racism isn't even a real thing ethnicity is racism and uh again it, it's everything that's going on and this this is why we're all why i'm always talking about trying to remove like christianity from the state is because all this stuff is uh thought up like this like critical rate like critical theory in general was like based out of state colleges all these statists who um ascend like legitimately like they they worship the state like they you know it's like their intelligence and all these things and their theories are far more important to them than any hurt that they might do to people um trying to espouse this stuff right yep um control and power is all is, is legitimately it's always what they're after and money i mean money's a big one i mean By look far. at a uh, white fragility lady uh, robin d'angelo i mean she's oh, that's making, what it's about power she, and money she, that's what's included yeah in robin D- d'angelo is a massive race baiter and she's making so much money off these people and uh, so much yeah the irony of her being a white woman it does not uh pass me up either mm. um, and, it, and it always is dude you notice that oh it is isn't it it's always white. yeah like always like always pushing all of these things and it's like listen i understand wanting to like love people right Mm -hmm. but i just don't think this is the way to do it i I, it's i I think though that i like 
you know, whether it's what we're talking about with these like like Christians always almost like trying to make their own culture. And and you've mm-hmm. noticed this as well as I have, because we've talked about this in the past, uh, even with like God's not dead and like all of this media that they want to put out all the time. It's just it's garbage. And yeah. not only is it produced horribly, but the content is usually terrible, too. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> it, I, I understand what you mean. There's a sense that when you're trying to convey something on a screen, right, uh, that when you talk about vulgarity, like going from being a comedian uh, or listening or watching a comedian to a film, and it's like there is a way to – I think vulgar is the wrong term to utilize. Yeah. But there's a way to depict on a screen, like coming from a Christian's perspective, sin and horrific things without being vulgar. For example, there's a way if you wanted to show um, a man or a woman uh, struggling with lust that, oh, they're having sex without actually showing them having sex, which yeah. actually happens in movies. There's, like there's a lot of stuff um, like that. There's a lot of way to portray, portray that without yeah, techniques. putting in, Yep. They used exactly. to. It's to where you put two and two together, right? Yeah. Um, I, I think one of the biggest problems is is that, uh, and this is. But this they want to hey. stay. I'm sorry. I meant to say they they want to stay away from that stuff and more cast. You know, and God's not dead in the first one. That's the only one I watched, and it's like, oh, big bag atheist against good Christian. <laughs> hey, this Christian argument that doesn't actually and work and probably wouldn't work on this guy to begin. Like, I I remember I think watching. It's based on a true story. I well. <laughs> that okay for those of you that don't know gotcha for those of you that don't know whether it is or not which i i, I haven't watched that movie and so i just remember watching that one time like it was back when you and i were living together in college and i was like oh you used to watch that movie all the time it made you cry oh, it was my favorite that and machine gun preacher best two christian movies <laughs> oh, dude, out there that was even that was so bad uh, <laughs> Um, I saw that movie like a few weeks ago and I thought of you. I'm like, oh man, I remember you and I hating that movie. It's so bad. Um, but that that's the thing, man, is like the this is it, I think that a lot of the um the movies like God's Not Dead and mm-hmm. any you know, anything else that falls in that category is really no different than what we're seeing now from Hollywood, right? All it is is trying to get a message across to people. You're not actually trying to make uh, art, right? Right. You're you're not making something that uh, kind of stands the test of time. In and 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 this is like a lost thing, as far as I'm concerned, and especially from like a Christian, like a worldview of a Christian, right? You have someone like Tolkien, for instance. We'll just use Tolkien because he stands kind mm. of like no one is stand like no one's standing on his shoulders. As far as I'm concerned, I don't think that there's anything that's been made since he did Lord of the Rings as far as like a, a work of fiction that was created yeah. by a believer. There's like nothing. And it's, that's it's gritty. Too. Yeah, it, it's it, good. Yeah, it, it has heroes. It has villains. It has life. It has death. It has like it has romance. It has all of the different things that fit into Tolkien at that time right we've got nothing yeah. like that since and part no. of part of that is because uh everything's sort of been uh bleached right everything's yeah. been so sanitized 
by modern Christianity, if you will, right? Where no one, no one wants violence. No, it's like, oh, we can't, we can't really talk about like romance because what, what about, uh, what happens if, of, if this, da, 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 you know, and, and so all of it is just like lifetime movies with a message. And so now what's That's crazy, what's crazy is that Hollywood's doing the same thing. It's just a different message. Yep. Yep. It's all bleached. And it's just like, that's, it's a, like, that's I, a perfect way to bridge that, to, to bring people home on what we're saying. Mm-hmm. And it's, there's a way to make a good story without being obscene. Um, yeah, there is. There's, you, there, there is a way to be, um, uh, yeah, I, you said it. Um, and the contrast in that is, you know, we haven't seen Resident Evil yet, but that's probably <laughs> not going to be a good wait. story. I can't believe I'm actually excited to see both uh, the Eternals and Resident Evil, but not for, for the, the reason, wrong reason for the absolute <laughs> wrong reasons for most I people. I, I was thinking about it today. I was because they keep I keep hearing about how bad the Eternals is going to be, and I'm like. I can't wait to go see it. <laughs> Dude, I know. I'm like, I wish we had a good movie theater. Otherwise, I could. So let me uh, let me get through these. Let, let's get through these next couple of things. Okay. Um, that was a good talk. That was a good discussion. All right. So we, one, one of the reasons that we brought up what we did before about if you're not in line with the message, you oh, um, yeah. you get uh, you get uh, harassed, really, because I don't think they're actually going to fire Letitia Wright. At least I don't think they... Oh yeah, she's just under fire. So, yeah. Um, you're right. Is what played the sister of T'Challa, Black Panther. In, yep. Yes, in T'Challa. Black Panther, who was Black Panther. Um, Siri, Suri, I think was her name. Um, yep. And so she is. Suri or something like that. Yeah, she's potentially supposed to be the main character in the new one. Oh um, my gosh, I'm sorry. That IPA is terrible. <laughs> Um, Go ahead. So, but she has the wrong uh, opinion about the the Holy Poke. Yes. On the Holy Poke. Yeah, the Holy Poke. Not the thing that you didn't just say. No. Um, no. Yeah, the Yamin, the Jab. Not the Redacted. The Poke. No, not the Redacted. That's a different thing. (laughs) We're going to have to get our vocabulary in line. We all love the vaccine here. And the Redacted. Um. (laughs) So Letitia Wright is under fire again for sharing anti-jab views on Black Panther 2 set. You have another one. Letitia Wright spreads anti-propaganda on Black Panther set. Black Panther star. Huh? It's not just she's not the only dude. It's so again, we say surprising, but there's a it's Sage still. And she was with ESPN. I don't Dude, know if she still is. She may still be, but she, her, the same thing. Um, she is not for the Holy Poke mandates. Um, <laughs> Dude, they like these these articles. You see this one? Everything Black Panther star Letitia Wright has said about the Yamin. Black Panther know. two. Why Marvel is stuck with Letitia Wright? Because of her opinions on that. It's a wake up call, man, for people not to be useful idiots because they don't care about you. No, they don't care about you. If you don't step in line with them, you're kicked to the curb. They are put, yeah. The reason that they push the message so hard is because they think it's going to make them money. They, they, it's, sorry, go ahead. Good for, good for her and Sage Stool as well. Yeah. And Dave Chappelle. 
and other people for standing up and not putting anything down. I've, I've heard that, you know, Andrew Wiggins, he was one of the basketball players that wasn't going to get the vaccine. I heard that, you know, once he was I'm sorry, the what? a basketball player. Yeah. Who that, was getting the what? Uh, that he wasn't going to get the holy poke. Okay. Um, <laughs> they're redacted. Uh, <laughs> that, but then he decided to get the holy poke after, again, you know, this past week or so, past few weeks, because he was staying to lose $10 million. However, yeah. Kyrie Irving still hasn't getting right? that holy poke. Yeah. And he's standing strong. And there are others, Bradley Bill and others that are like, no, you don't have the right to tell people. And, and I'm it, like, it was- it was and interesting. Again, I know they may be accustomed to a certain lifestyle. I'm like, dude, I got twenty million dollars, and you could, I get you could wait to it not out. play half the games and only make ten million dollars. Shoot. Yeah, yeah. It's I'll like do it. Your lifestyle might have off. to. Ch- yeah, your lifestyle might have to change like slightly. You have to maybe <laughs> right. be. You know what I mean? Because they're probably spending a lot of extra money on stuff that you and I couldn't really ever dream of. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think you're right. I think that. Um, you're starting to see more people speak up and being like, well, I got the poke and I don't really care what you do. You're slowly Mm -hmm. starting to kind of see this come out. I mean, it's part of it is because the messaging is starting to fall apart as we've talked about a million times before. I'm almost like, I I, have agenda. Yeah. I'm just, I'm almost like tired of talking about like the effectiveness and uh, you know all that sort of stuff because it's not even important anymore the actual important thing is whether you stand on the side of people having medical freedom and being allowed to have their opinions whether you think it's dumb or not they don't need to be coming after her yeah it's it's unbelievable also it's it's interesting right because again she um in appearance lines up with everything that they say on the surface that they're they're looking for and things right but she has this one opinion that goes against the grain and all of these articles, right? I mean, this is the whole first news page on Google. Mm-hmm. All of these articles are dragging her over yep. the exact same thing. And they're, they're good almost for, her for going against the machine. Yeah. So, Raging against the machine. I just, I wanted to, the redacted. <laughs> I wanted to bring that up. Um, because it, it, this stuff has to be talked about, man, because it's, it's so yeah. ridiculous to see people talk about how, Oh, look at how Hollywood is like lifting up uh, people like Simu Liu as the first ever action star who's also Asian. <laughs> and you're like, that's not a real thing. Nope. That's not true at all. <laughs> but every everyone's like living in this. Wor- and it's crazy to me, man, that people are still living in a world where like we're all 10 years old, that nothing wow. has existed previous to the past 10 years. I know, dude. It makes it, it's it's mind boggling. It is. I it doesn't. I don't understand it at all. As if like Jet Li didn't exist, right? As if there weren't all these action heroes who come Bruce from Lee. Yeah, even um, before him, you know, um, Wesley Snipes, uh, Denzel Washington, Jackie Chan. Yeah. Uh, um, so what's old Star Wars guy and Han Solo? Oh, no. Uh, Luke I'm tired of the snakes on this plane. What's oh, his name? Uh, Samuel Wars Jackson. Guy. Samuel Jackson. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's like all of these actors didn't exist before, and it's like so. It's I just it's so weird, and and part of it again is because it's the message is more important than truth than the actual yep. truth about history of anything. Yep. Um, in the same same way, like 
anytime with these new like they're making up days for everything um like we're recording this on monday even though it's not coming out till thursday um so today is columbus day um somehow mm-hmm. it's still columbus day but it's also like indigenous people's day and then i saw it's like two or three other days right yeah ground uh, freaking celebrating squirrel day and yeah it's like know, national I, shoe day and and i think it's like coming out day which is why they had the whole thing with superman's son being by or whatever apparently that's what uh that um the new venom movie is an allegory for coming out apparently it's like hardly in it though like they make a joke about it and it's like that's mm-hmm. it I just saw an interview with Andy Serkis, the director, saying that. So yeah, that's um, that. That yeah, they were talking about that a couple weeks ago. And which, bunch- by the way, if no one here has uh, listened and purchased <laughs> his uh, him reading the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit in a dramatic way, best audiobooks I've ever heard. Best audiobooks I've ever heard. But <laughs> let's talk about old Resident Evil. Uh, yes. We can talk about this briefly. Yes. Yeah. So if if you want, like. A little bit of a breakdown of the trailer. There's a video up on YouTube already that I put out. Please go yep. comment, like, subscribe, do the whole deal. Uh, all that being said, um, Joseph, I really just want your opinion. I, I don't know how much Dude. of Resident Evil you know about. Like, Okay, so for me, and I'll just say this and then the floor is yours. Mm-hmm. This is like one of like my things, right? Yeah. Like I've been playing these games since I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, to the degree of being terrified when I was like 10 playing through uh the first one right um, yeah so go ahead <laughs> i remember like people around me playing them i wasn't huge into the games so i didn't care for them much like i remember silent hill and everything like that um, but not too much i mean i wasn't big into them i mean just here and there but i know about resident hill i mean resident hill resident, resident <laughs> evil <laughs> hey <laughs> silent hill yeah i feel you uh this movie looks poorly made it looks choppy. It looks like it's going to be badly edited, and it, like it's, it looks like it's going to be a bad storyline too. Um, yeah, I mean, cheesy even just in the trailer. Yeah, just. Um, and I did you so you watched the trailer, right? Yeah. Did you? And my first re- reaction after watching the trailer was they should have hired James Gunn. <laughs> he would have done better. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, or I, someone I, with a more serious tone that yeah, you know, loves the the story and everything. I would have loved to have anyone who would have taken this project seriously and gotten it a, a legit budget. Yeah, anyone who could have done something like that, right? And I don't even think you need like a huge budget. I think the budget for this was forty four million dollars. They still could have done something better than just this. Yeah, it's funny because I yeah. could not find the budget. Last, yeah, I last week when I, I commented oh, on the video. Oh, did that. you? Yeah, because yeah. I looked around and I was like, I can't find the budget anywhere. <laughs> I found two sources. I was like, that is that forty-four million? So, so what's what's crazy about this movie? That's a pretty big budget. That's bigger than the first Resident Evil, um, back in the day with Milia Jovovich. Mm-hmm. That, I think that was around 33, 33, 34 million. Um, that one did pretty well, made all its money back and some. Um, in fact, I think pretty much her entire series uh, made money. I don't know if she had any of those 100% flop, but don't take my word on that. I'd have to go back and look yeah. at it because um, it was kind of just some brief research. But yeah, man, I, I, I'm kind of excited to see this just because I know it's going to be bad. But then there's like part of me that's like, I can't believe I'm going to pay to see this. It's like yeah. I think I might have like a free movie ticket still or something like that. <laughs> so I might try to try to use that to go see it. 
Um, I'm not paying to go see the Eternals or this movie or anything like that. I guess I wouldn't care. So, you know, depending on who's behind this movie, it's just I don't feel like giving Disney dude, those box I office can't, numbers. I can't wait. Well, see, I, I thought about that and I was like, I would never tell anyone to go see this. In fact, I will probably go see both of these by myself in order mm-hmm. to give as little money as possible. And I will try to get matinees to reduce that number even more. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important. Uh, at least for one of us, because I'm sure there's stuff that you eventually will go see that I'm like, bro, you can just tell me about it. Yeah, you know, I right. see everything anyway. It's just, it's kind of yeah. my thing, right? It's like Resident Evil's like a thing for me, and then just like movies in general, kind of a thing for me. And I'm I'm catching you up because we're gonna be, we haven't talked about it much, um, but Ooh. we are starting next week our um, yes our dive into a bunch of movies that Joseph either doesn't remember or hasn't seen or that Which we're both like kind of catching movie. up on so that we can kind of have that as a discussion uh, moving Dude, forward. Dude, I'm going to put 28 days later and 28 weeks later on there. Do Those it. are good yeah. movies. Um, uh, speaking, do you have any more thoughts? Uh, No, but I am really excited to now go see Eternals and then just spoil the entire thing for you so that that you don't actually have to go see it there's something in me that like can't, that can't i think i'm gonna to go that. see it because I, I just want i know it's if, gonna be bad if and you go I've see been so it, excited yeah. to go see this is gonna be so bad let's go see it babe yes so that, that's that's <laughs> let's all. go have a date night let's let it be fun let's go see a bad terrible movie and just have fun with it so squid game We'll save we'll save the Twitch thing. It's yeah. it's really not that important. Twitch got hacked this past week, and a bunch of uh, of the their like top uh, performers got um, their essentially how much they're making leaked, mm-hmm. and a lot of people were like pissed off about it because they're like, oh, I can't believe all these people are making this much money to to sit around and stream. And my reaction was kind of like, hey, good for you guys. Yeah, I mean, I, right. I think you and I congratulations. I wish I could do that exactly. Uh, and and it, I just. Let me just mention this and we'll move on to Squid Game. I, people do not understand whether you're streaming, whether you're podcasting, whether you're making content for YouTube, or whether you're attempting to be an insane person and try to do as much of all of those as you possibly can <laughs> while still trying to maintain some sort of social life. Um, how difficult it it's is. It's difficult. If you like, there's a lot of people that don't know how to edit, they don't know how to attempt to make your audio sound good. And, yep. and working through a lot of the problems that come up with that and the random garbage that happens. I mean, we've had that happen for the podcast a ton of times, right? Seems like it's happening every time lately. <laughs> to think, yeah, <laughs> to think of ideas to, you know, like Joseph and I are researching throughout the week, right? I mean, like we both spend extra time working on this stuff. Yep. That we could just not be doing any of that, right? While still trying to enjoy, like, having a life. Um and we're like bottom of the bottom, right? Except for like the number of podcast episodes that we've released, right? We actually yep. are in like a top percentage in like one category of one thing. Top um, 1%, baby. Yeah, but ev- everyone, and, and that's the thing is like, everyone thinks that it's just like, oh, if I sit down Easy. and point a camera at me, someone will pay me t- six figures. And I'm just like, that is, that's insane, right? Especially like, with streaming video games by yourself you got to be interactive you got to talk it's more difficult than people think it is along with just all the editing and everything that's on top of that yeah the reason that i'm trying to get like you and a bunch of our friends in on those wednesday night streams that i'm doing is so that i have people to talk to because i don't like talking to myself in that situation it's we i find it weird um and it's something that i'm not very good you gotta it's an acquired skill you gotta get 
exactly um so all i just don't if if you have the opinion that this stuff is easy and these people are just making easy money because they're streaming or whatever like it, you're wrong objectively yep. you are wrong um anyway let's move on to squid game and then we'll, yes. we'll close out so um joseph initial thoughts dude i think that it was a they wrote the main character really well uh-huh and which i mean you see this with just these films coming out of south korea right um foreign films and you know, you see someone who they you see his bad qualities but you see his bad qualities but then the episode by episode you start to see his good qualities yeah right because at first you're like oh this guy's a deadbeat he's using his mother he, he does nothing and then slowly but surely you see kind of his heart and you know how kind of like that dichotomy between having struggles but you know uh having positive attributes about someone as well yeah and you see he's more one of the true genuine people on the show who doesn't want to harm anyone wants to help anyone has a good heart yeah. and cares for people and then you kind of like later on in the episode uh when it, his life comes on the line in a scenario uh he you know deceives someone until they call him out uh-huh uh-huh that is if if it's uh the marvel episode right is that what you're talking yeah, about yeah yeah the marvel yeah, episode that's yeah. a rough that's a rough one dude that was rough and it was just it was his character was just really well written along with the other characters in the show too yeah um it's really really good payoffs really good you know connections and um, a couple good twists yeah oh yeah uh-huh yeah the twist with the marvels was good even though yep. i saw it coming yeah um uh and then i did not see the twist at the end i know you know i don't want to spoil yeah, anything. yeah let's not spoil it i mean i, I think yeah. like everyone anyone and everyone who's probably gonna end up seeing this or hearing this has probably watched the show um yep. but i love um yeah i think you're right i i i, I was back and forth on the main character for a while I, mm-hmm. I think maybe until the Marble episode, because he he kind of was. I was like, uh, this guy's kind of just like, uh, like a wet blanket a little bit, and he, you know, everyone that's in the show is kind of terrible. But like, yeah, he does have certain characteristics that mm-hmm. uh, make him a little bit different from everyone else, and he clearly Not has like as terrible. Yeah, he clearly has some sort of soft spot, and he has like, um. I think there are like certain things and I don't know if it's like translation issues. Did you watch this dubbed or subtitles? Subtitle. Okay. See, I watched it dubbed because I can't, I've been, I've been having trouble watching subtitles at night, which is usually when I was watching this because I'll fall mm. asleep because I, it's late. And if I'm trying to read something and pay it, like pay close attention to what's going on. Um, Cause usually subtitles is the way that I do it. But I just, in this um, instance, for one, I wasn't really sure what to expect of this show. Yeah, same. Um, so there might be some like translation things because sometimes that even does happen with subtitles where certain characteristics don't come through as well in the translation. Um, yep. So I don't know for sure, but there were just certain things about him that at first I didn't really like him. Um, and I, I really liked uh, the backstory of the girl who was from North Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually thought she was one of the more interesting characters in the season because she was one of the people who was most motivated to win. Yep. Um, 
And then, uh, but I think, and and if I was going to, and I'm curious about where you stand on this too. If I was going to knock the show for anything, I think that it actually could have been a little bit shorter. Um, that yeah, entire second. Too... Go ahead. I was gonna say that entire second episode feels to- like a total waste of time to me. Yeah, I thought so too. It was that I think they could have cut that out. Yeah, they um, they ramp up the red light green light episode right and you're like holy mm. crap this is awful and then and it's a small a slight spoiler right back down to zero yeah it brings it right back down to zero yeah that's a great way of putting it so we don't have to spoil anything but it just it, it's yeah. like oh it's crazy and they go huh and then you're it, it was just like oh my like what are you doing and then everything gets started for the most part yep um and i think all the games are great um i i i'm not i wasn't a huge fan of the uh, the hopscotch glass jumping from glass tile to glass tile game. Oh yeah. Only because it felt like it was just an easy episode to get rid of people. Like it, it was almost, it almost felt like they had the ending in mind. And so they were like, okay, here's where we are. Here's where we have to get to. How do we deal with a lot of these people that are still left? Right. Yep. And so there are things that I think are kind of weak about it, but overall I think it's like totally solid show. Mm-hmm. Very enjoyable. Can't wait for them to make a second season, and uh, not looking forward to when they tried to turn this into an American show, because they'll yeah. they're gonna do it at some point, and it's not gonna yep. be good. No, it's not, dude. Uh, I guess before we close out, did you call the leader? That yes. happening? Yeah, I called it too. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. Yeah, yeah. So there were so there were definitely things about this that were predictable, but then there was. Uh, you know, one or two things. Definitely one thing that wasn't predictable. Um, I liked, um, and this was something that I had thought was the case, uh, but wasn't really confirmed until I saw a random video of of people kind of talking about about it. But uh, the red, I don't, and I'm not sure everybody picked up on this, but the guys in the red who have like the different uh, things on, like the square, the triangle, yeah. or the circle on their faces, uh, were players too. Because he, uh, he, you remember, so at the very beginning of the game, when he asks him to play the game, and then he gives him, at the end, he asks him to choose one of the colors, and he chose blue, so he ended up as a player, right? And then the, and, he, and so the implication is that the people who chose the red became the uh, the people who were, yeah. like, in control of the game, because they're all also numbered. They all have numbers as well, um, and they're essentially having to play by certain rules, too. Oh, that's right. Which is really interesting. That um, is interesting. And that's something that I do like about the game is that there's like these little subtle, subtle hints. There's like a, um, there's one that uh, was, that it's totally like a theory, but there's a, based on certain things that happened in the show, they think that the old man from the show is actually the father of the main character, which I don't think is really a spoiler. It doesn't really give anything away from the show. Mm. Um it's just kind of one of those I thought about that too. Yeah, it's just one of those things that people have pointed out a couple things that are alluding to that being the case, but the I don't case. know if they'll I at this point it I don't know if they'll ever really like dive into that cuz I don't know if it's really important to where the show is going yeah, forward. Going so. now. Um but yeah, highly recommended if you're looking for something, you know. Um the dubbing really isn't that bad if you don't like reading subtitles. Um I'm always kind of curious about that because depending on the show it, it ranges from bearable to completely horrific. Mm. Um, 
And I, I just know I always do subtitles. I never do dub. And that's good. I because I, yeah, I think I if I it would ever recommend it to people. This was just one of those times where I was like, I just don't want to deal with it. I don't blame you. You know what I mean? <laughs> it just there are just times when 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 that's the case. But uh, we're a little over time. Um, man, both these episodes this week have have gone a little bit over. Uh, it's fine though. Um, we'll uh, we'll make absolutely up for man it having a good future. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have any anything else before we close out? No. Just, I'd, I'd recommend it if you're looking for a good show. It's definitely not for the faint of heart. No, yeah, um, yeah, we should. It is very violent. Yeah, so if, violent. if you're not into that, don't watch it. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have watched it had it not been for Kayla wanting to, um, not to put the blame on her, but she, we watched the first episode <laughs> and then she, you know, didn't care to go further. And I was like, well, now I started it. So, yeah, it's like, now I need to know what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can't, you can't do this to me. Yep. Um, seems to be super popular. It's probably going to get another season. Uh, oh yeah, you know, good. I mean, it's it's nice to see Netflix uh, trying to turn away from the controversy that was uh, Cuties and some of the other stuff that uh, it seems like they're hopefully trying to put some of that stuff in the past. Even though I'm pretty sure my, that that is still up on Netflix. My other thought about this before we go is how psychotic does someone have to be to write this? <laughs> I mean, you say, bro, you, you say that. This stuff. You say that, but you won't, there's like horror movies that I've seen that you won't watch. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, can, I know. I, Dude, uh, there's one. If anyone wants to learn more about, it's French. Uh, oh, shoot, what is it called? It, it's a certain genre of film. It's like French extreme cinema or there, there's a, t- a term for it that I'm, I'm forgetting the name of. Um, there's a movie. Oh my God. I watched a review of it because there was no way I was ever going to actually watch the movie. Um, oh man. Sorry. I'm completely mm. blanking on it, but there's, there's That's a, all good. there's no a, one's going to watch a, it anyway. Yeah, no, no, I would not recommend <laughs> it. It's not a genre that I would ever recommend to anyone. This is like, but you want to talk about like people having like, having insane stuff like written and then committed to film um there's a couple movies see now i want to look up what this movie was called before we uh before we go out um bear with me everyone for like two more seconds and then we're 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 closing um squid games is good though yeah absolutely it's just it it is just very go ahead oh no it's, it's so the movie's called martyrs um and oh no or martyr and it is there if, if you're curious about it and you want to see a, a like an edited vert like a very like blurred out edited version of what this movie is explained well there's a guy on youtube called elvis the alien um who does a it's like a 23 minute breakdown of this movie um and it is insane it's like you know how people used to like get onto like the Saw franchise and uh, Hostel yeah. for being like hyper violent and and uh, just like torture porn or whatever. Mm-hmm. This takes that to another level, <laughs> like like very just not the kind of stuff that you would ever really want to commit to film. And uh, oh man, yeah, just not not good, but. It just made me think of you being like, who? They'd have to be insane. Like the people have to be insane to make something like Squid Games. I'm like, bro, there's all, oh, maybe it's French extremism. It doesn't matter. Uh, well, well, we'll we'll close out. 
Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. And y'all take it easy till next Tuesday. Peace. Politics ruins everything. And so I crash on top when I'm lying in bed to get it all up. What's in my head? And I Try.